Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I love that that freedom of a Friday, just being able to just sit here with you and just chat absolute guff. It is. We've got a nice selection of questions. This is also the beginning of the pod. UBP, 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 UBP. UBP. Um, <laughs> so a massive thank you to everybody for sending in their questions. Uh, I'm your host Scott Tailford for the Untitled Banter Podcast, joined by Mr. Jules Gill. Hello, everyone. Hello and good sir. Um, yeah, but thank you very much for sending so many questions in. We had an overwhelming response this week. I think people are getting used to the Friday wind down banter bollocky pod, sending whatever they wanted. Yeah, um, all sorts of thoughts on games, consoles, the future of the generations, and also different food stuff. Um, so we'll Amazing. get through as many as we can. Um, first question from Black Lives Still Matter, awesome name. Um, yeah. How do you both keep yourself so engaged in video games? I used to put lots of time into games, but now I find I can only game for a couple of hours before needing to take a break. I can't just play for five hours straight like I did in uni. I'm guessing this person hasn't, hasn't stayed up until three in the morning, because that's what three in the morning is invented for. Right. Okay. This is uh, your lifestyle is still like, uh, it's amazing. You have become like <laughs> the perfect, uh, almost like surgically designed specimen for gaming because it's like a new game release comes out and it's like your eyes light up all the information downloads, you know, you know, everything about this game, you know, everything about that. And then you play it and you're able to stay up for ungodly amounts of time. I, I only, playing it. only just finished Demon's Souls last night at half two in the morning. Cause I was like, I need to, I'm going to do this. I need to get it done. And then there was only like three or four bosses. I was like, oh, I might as well do them now. So I just, I finished the old <laughs> And then there's me just in bed at 10, just they're like, ah, oh, no, that's fine. That's all right. But I think like, you, you get stuff done in the morning though. Like I, I can't, yeah. I can't go to bed. I hate going to sleep. I hate, I like being asleep and then I like yeah. staying in bed in the morning, but I hate resigning myself to my subconscious. I hate it. <laughs> Whereas I love waking up early in the morning so I can get loads of stuff done before mm. and then relax sort of the rest of the day. But in terms of answer the question though, we kind of do it because it's um, through osmosis. We're constantly mm. chatting to each other. So we're constantly kept abreast of all of the stuff that's going on in the industry. Um, it helps as well that we have to stay sort of up to <laughs> date with all of these things. Mm. But I mean, as people well know, I've been obviously down in Wales for a bit and I uh, didn't have access to my PS4. So I had to only play like um, PC and Dirty Xbox PC One games. stuff, all with these sliders, yeah. yeah. So so it's, it did mean that I missed out on like a fair few releases that came, uh, but now I get the joy of catching up on it all mm. now, which is Your fantastic. Christmas is going to be such a blur of like oh, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII. Well, I've got a whole week off, so my plan is, is to go through uh, Crash. It's about time. Oh, you've I'm got gonna... Crash as well? 
Yeah, I know, right? And then I'm gonna if I have time after that, I'm gonna try and rush through the um, Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, mate, Crash Four is low key one of the best games of the year. Like it's so well oh, put together. But I've been watching people like um, Gerard Khalil, the completionist, and mm. Kadikaris, who've been talking about how it's Kedikaris a nightmare to complete. Yeah, absolute nightmare. Oh, don't do. I forgot that your your brain's gonna make you want to get all the relics and yep, all the gems. I know <laughs> because because this is the thing. After doing the high road and getting the platinum relic on that, there's nothing that I can't do. But now mm. that's set a dangerous precedent because I feel like I've got to do it. I was tempted to to get it and stream it, to stream uh, it like from zero to hero, 100% oh run, God. just go for it. It'll be Look, weeks in the making. Looking at Caddy's stuff, like the um, the whole thing where he was, because it's true, they do hide certain gems just behind a piece of scenery. Oh, so yeah, like, it's so absolute dumb. bull bleep design. <laughs> I obviously can't swear on the podcast, but uh-huh. yeah, it's, it just led absolutely awful. But it's at the a, same time, it took him 68 hours to get yes. it 100%. Yeah, which, I mean, I, thankfully, like you don't need all the gems to get all the skins. Like it's some yeah. a couple of levels you do, but like um, you can, I went on just a costume run and just got a bunch mm-hmm. of different skins because the skins are great. Um, but yeah, in terms of just like being able to do it, I it's it's our livelihoods. I think we just like yeah. devote that much time to it. Um, plus, it like helps I said, that we I'm, love what we do. Yeah, 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 it definitely helps that we love what we do. I like love following the industry, all the different machinations of it, and yeah, I I'm always up until two, three in the morning. I think government mandated. They say I think it was the the World Health Organization said that we should get seven hours sleep. So I said, right, exactly seven hours between half two and like half nine or whatever it is. And I'm going to get exactly that amount, Mr. WHO. Um, and then I can squeeze all my games in. So, um, so yes, next question from Lee Cleesby. Favorite way to cook an egg? Favorite way to cook an egg? Oh, if, um, uh, if it's like a personal preference, it's playing mm. Fallout New Vegas with community challenges because that will boil my bloody egg brain. Um, <laughs> I was like, where are you watching me? Oh, I've been doing some like insanely difficult challenges over on Live and Let's Dice, just like mm. every single once that decided by the community and mm. it can drive me absolutely mad. But in terms of an actual cooking an egg, um, I, I, did, did uh, we poached, mention... poached is nice. Okay, did we Stop. mention eggs last week or the week before? I just, I, I'm either, my mind's breaking. No, it's because you're looking at me. It's because you're looking at me on the screen and you think to yourself, egg, egg, egg. This egg, wasn't egg, even egg. a submitted question. I just had to get some egg <laughs> thoughts down. But I think, um, I'm sure we mentioned this the other week, or the Truman Show is collapsing because I've been making dippy eggs. I've been making lovely little dippy oh, eggs. Dippy and I think eggs. that's what it is. Dippy egg. Eggy, sol- eggy soldiers is the is the tip top. Get yourself some mm. toast. Obviously, you got your Marmite because you yep. can't go and do anything oh. with Jules's house what? without Marmite. Marmite, Marmite. toast. Dip it, dip it right in the egg. That's madness, mate. Why do well, you do that? No, 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 no. The Marmite's on the toast. It's not just like you, you pour in Marmite no, into still, the egg. I don't Marmite know. toast, dip it in. Oh. I don't know. I've, uh, I, I, but yeah, I mean, I just faffing on with the old dippy egg just to dispel a quick myth because I, I thought this myth for 30 years at this point. Um, people told me that you couldn't put uh, an egg into boiling water. You can. You just can. And you have to, because everyone's like, everyone, everyone has their own like, secret wait, technique. Wait, wait, wait. Who, wait. Was this a Cleary joint? This feels no, no. very much like a, hey, let's have a rib on Scott thing. No, no. This is just like, because it's always, the, as soon as you open the conversation on how do you make a boiled egg, everybody, for every, every one of our relatives, everybody has their own individual secret yeah. technique, passed down family generations, yeah. whatever. But most people say you put the egg in cold water and you warm it up. I think that's what you yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, but I make the boiling water and then you just dip the egg in a couple of times, then you let it go and the egg just cooks lovely and you just do a nice sort of yeah, four to six I, minutes. I was about to say that. It's that not going to break like, at all. Yeah, so as long as you're delicate, as long as you're not just slamming it in the pan like your, um, <laughs> what's that, that guy does the, um, the fake cooking things that always ends with slamming eggs on the floor. Rich no, it's, it's, it's really famous, and I'm really how to basic. That's the one. Oh, okay, him? Great. Yeah. Uh, barely. Yeah, I, I just I was watching uh, Jamie Oliver cook an egg, and I would it blew my mind. I was like, I can make dippy eggs in like five minutes. I don't need to wait for the water to heat up or whatever. <laughs> thank just, you, Jamie Oliver. Thank you, Jamie Oliver. You've, you've but, finally um, proven your worth. 
<laughs> so yeah, I think we'll both be in unison for the old dippy egg. Totally recommend yeah, yeah, dip, dip eggs. And um, if you want to start making dippy eggs a Friday tradition in time with this podcast, please feel free. Yeah, fine. I mean, like, send us photos of your dippy eggs and show, uh, what uh, condiments you put on the toast. Obviously, whatever uh, you prefer, I'm like thinking, spreads. I'm thinking a little bit of Dijon mustard on the old on the old toast, and then dip that in. I've never used to have Dijon mustard, then I had it, and I can't not have it now. It's good. I think, I think anyway, somebody's gone. Somebody's gone a bit posh. I've gone a little bit started. posh. Yeah, I sort yeah, of yeah. indulged in lockdown. I sort of went a little bit mad. Bought a new TV, <laughs> another new TV, and got oh, a Dijon oh, mustard. Let's not talk about your TVs, mate. <laughs> Um, every time you get a new TV, you've got to get to John Rustin. Otherwise, what do you do? Um, anyway, uh, next question from Michelle Yaksh, um, who says, what do you think about the new, what do you think about the rumoured Mass Effect 5 storyline? Um, this will be submitted before the bombshell of last night that Corey Hudson has left Bioware. Yeah, he's so gone. Mark Darrow. Um, yeah. What's your general, I guess we'll just turn this into a general thought um, on the so future of Mass Effect. You're going you're gonna to have to like fill me in the key points that um, for the <clears> Mass Effect 5 storyline are... Well, he said the, the rumored stuff. I guess the, for me, there wasn't anything out there that was nailed down at all, other than that they, it was rumored they would continue where Mass Effect 3 left yeah, off. Yeah, that's, that's what I was just double checking with because mm. unless the, uh, something's popped up since I, uh, since <clears> I last <throat> checked, the only thing that I know is that it was meant to be a continuation on of Shepard's story. It, it was sort of which, like that which, was vaguely teased but out that, there. But that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. We had a perfect resolution to Shepard's story. Just leave that be. Like, yeah. I mean, I, this is the thing. I know that it's like it was the ending <clears> that everyone everyone and their nan hated but at the same time that was a trilogy done and dusted like yes. i would rather we moved on again not andromeda but maybe somewhere else <laughs> in, a, in the timeline yeah i would hope that i mean considering uh, obviously casey hudson original executive producer on the trilogy yeah. like you know they have mac walters is still sticking around he did mass effect 3 and andromeda um i don't know i don't know if i have much faith in bioware anymore but i still think the mass effect law is so rich and there's so much that you can pick from i well, just yeah if, if you get you that look right at- if you look at what happened to um, Black Isle Studios, who became Obsidian, mm. and uh, their relationship with Bethesda, um, obviously you can get uh, developers who leave studios that are swallowed up by bigger ones um, mm-hmm. to go and start their own thing, and that thing is usually far, far better. I mean, look yeah. at Fallout 76 versus The Outer Worlds. Like, it's hands down in The Outer Worlds' favor. Yeah. Who's to say that these two leaving wouldn't just mean that we'll get another sci-fi a space opera that's going that would come in the future True. i'll tell you what they should do though go back and uh, make another jade empire that's what i'm waiting for I, only me and you ever remember jade empire oh, i think it's so good that old not only it's even that old of a game but i mean you can play that on uh, on the xbox don't don't play it on the pc the pc one feels really <laughs> weird i don't know what it is I, I played it recently and i was like this doesn't feel right what's it's up a, with this if you go back to it now i think back in 2005 we were like blown away by just sort of like all mm. the eastern mythology stuff and the setting and just the general style of that game but if you play it now yes it doesn't feel that good but I was, always when like, um way of the tiger because it was the really slow but heavy hits that's the one that i really like like, like timing with like bang, bang yeah bang. i just remember thinking <laughs> the combat looked better than what i was actually pressing to do it i was just like, oh this <laughs> yeah. looks really cool but i don't know what the hell i'm doing um, another itself. question from mr yaksh um was saying also preferred hat style baseball flat bill etc Right. Okay. I, I genuinely feel like this question is very loaded towards me because of the fact that I wear so many hats and they are nearly 100% beanies. Um, I was going to say like, beanie, yeah. like, like beanies are the best, man. They uh, they cover the ears. They keep your head nice and warm. They can have those nice and like little like um, emblazoned bits on the front. Mm. Uh, the hands down, the winner. I can't. I had to make a life sacrifice with this level of spike. I can't wear any hat because it just undoes it by the time I get into work. No, you you, you, you could it. you could wear one hat, but it would make it you not. the ultimate douche and that yeah. is a visor <laughs> a visor is not a hat um it technically is because it covers the side and front of the head and a little bit at the top i mean oh, I don't I, know I, if, mm, decades of rpgs would put a visor in a facial accessory not a hat 
could we put you in the top hat? <laughs> would Anything it fit that maintains then? the spike. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that the would one work. Hat. Build for the spikier gentleman. <laughs> a that would stove pipe work. hat for Scott, please. <laughs> Somebody please draw him with a stove pipe hat <laughs> and his hair poking at the top. <laughs> that weird giant beehive that you can get in Demon Souls that some of the oh, followers yeah. of the uh, oh, the, um, wear. the the old monk's head head yes. wrap. Yeah, 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 just that yeah. giant sort of weird beehive thing. I'll, I'll take one of them. That'll let me have yeah. maximum spike by the time I get to the office. Um, next question actually, from... so Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. That, that opens up another kettle of fish right there because <laughs> the old monk's headdress is actually his robes that are wrapped around to become a, um, a headpiece. So okay. that then starts the question, when do clothes become hats? <laughs> when they're on your head. Surely that's the main designator. You can if I put a shoe your... on my head, um, is that now a hat? I think the correct English would be that you're wearing a shoe as a hat. So yeah, you can wear anything as a hat as long as it's on your head. Just, you know, the rules of a Friday. This has blown my mind. <laughs> right, let's move on. <laughs> See what other hat questions we get next yeah. week. Um, next question from Travis Nichols. What video game moment made you shed a manly tear or straight up ugly cry? I definitely ugly cried when Big Boss lay against the tombstone of Boss and said, you only need oh. one snake. Mm. No, the world would be better mm. off without snakes. Um, oof. Um, I, for me, my ugliest cry recently was the end of the Spider-Man 2018 game. Did you play that before I give that away? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah that just, is a very emotional goodbye right there. Just, yeah. Just the whole Aunt May stuff. I think it's just because anything with any elderly person either struggling or passing away or whatever just reminds me of how I was pretty much like raised alongside with my grandparents just as much mm-hmm. as my regular parents. So anything with old folk going through stuff um, always gets me. So I was a mess when that thing was playing out with Aunt May. Um, the sa- I was yeah. the same with To the Moon. Oh, oh my oh, God, To the Moon. Eviscerate my innards. <laughs> that, it, oh, that was just bad I times. Talk, like, trying to write about <sighs> that, we did it in, um, it was some sort of like, you know, most Im- Im- impactful emotional moments. Mm-hmm. Even writing that out, I was just sitting tearing up at my desk. Like, oh God, this, it, play To the Moon. To the Moon is phenomenal. It was the same with the, um, uh, that dragon cancer. Like, mm. I still remember that was the first time that we did like a chatty faces on like emotional moments. Yep. And I remember it's the first time, first time I cried in front of you guys because I was just yeah. like re- reliving it again. And I was, like, I, I was like, I was like, oh, cheapers. That, that <laughs> hits hard. That really hits hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you want a good cry, um, then any of those games that we've listed, they will sort you right out. You will be, you will be, um, uh, you know, the, uh, they're like skeletons when they're all dehydrated. Yes. Like, like, you'll be like that afterwards. You'll have cried out everything. I did think, um, I did, uh, was a total mess at the end of Celeste as well. Just because um, mm. it was mm-hmm. just such a, overcoming such like a personal struggle thing. Not for me, but for someone that I know very closely. And like that game's themes, messaging and overcoming things uh, on like a mental struggle, mental health kind of sense. Um, was lovely. I totally recommend Celeste to everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, next question from Joshua. Uh, just got a PlayStation 5, never had a PlayStation console ever. So their first question is, what recent PlayStation exclusive should they play for the first time love your channel and hope you stay safe thank you very much and you too oh cheers mate i know um, and congratulations on your first playstation product yeah imagine getting a playstation now and then realizing that you have like 20 whatever it is years of stuff to go back to i guess on ps5 or, or technically you can just get astro's playroom and you can just play it through oh, all of those 20 years and all the references that's that's actually the perfect recommendation play astro's playroom that game is a living yeah. tribute to playstation history I love Astro's Playroom so much, man. It kind of feels like <laughs> you could have cry. I love it. <laughs> I just remember going through that because um, there's a bit where, because every individual level, uh, there's like four main hubs and they're set around different, um, you know, eras of PlayStation history. And mm-hmm. when I went to the end of the PlayStation 2 one and it did the PlayStation 2 music with all the towers <sighs> in the background and I was like, oh, my whole childhood's dead, but I've just seen it again. And that's lovely. I just... I Do you want to know a fun little fact about those towers? Those oh, towers I, actually I represent know, how, um, uh, how full your memory card is. Yes. 
What do you mean That's amazing. Isn't that like, it's, you load it up and there's just like a few towers when you first put the memory card and the more your memory card is full, the more towers <laughs> there are. I was like, what the hell? And do you remember how much we were blown away by that? Or the, like, the PS2 having like 3D memory card icons and the PS2's internal yeah. clock. I remember just yeah. putting the clock on, just being like, oh, look at that, it's just a clock in it. Oh, fancy new <laughs> just, age just clock in 2001. It's just a clock. <laughs> I, I absolutely love those little icons because it was like, um, I was a huge fan of obviously the Dynasty Warriors franchise. So mm. I had all of them and they all had like animated steam buns or little warriors that went like, burr, burr. I wish I had some battle some of them, handy. Do you know that some of them also had a different animation when you clicked it, like delete, if you wanted to get rid of them? Well, they like screamed no. Yeah, but some of them actually would just <laughs> like, they were like, ah, like that. It's like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, in terms of uh, recent PlayStation exclusives, obviously God of War, obviously Horizon. Um, I'd still say Death Stranding. I think Death Stranding is awkward as hell, but it's tameable and it's incredible and masterful when you get there. It's just a weird Is it a PS exclusive though? Yeah, Death Stranding is. PS. Well, I guess if you go on PC. It's a but... PC, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that those are probably the best recommendations that you could get. I mean, Spider-Man, mm, Persona 5. But oh, actually, if you, if, you've, if you just got the, um, the PlayStation 5, he mm-hmm. could play through Spider-Man and then jump straight into Spider-Man Miles Morales. Spidey's a, uh, Spidey's a hell of a show, actually. Yeah, if, you're, if you've never experienced the Spider-Man games. Uh, I think Miles Morales is a better playing game than 2018, but obviously 2018 is one of bigger. Um, mm-hmm. But they're both totally worth it. Um, mm-hmm. Next question from Willie Araya. Again, brilliant name. <laughs> um, what are your unbelievable OMG moments of 2020? Could be from a game, a particular announcement, etc. Um, there's are from Crash 4, the WOW seed, and Tony oh, Hawk's so <laughs> and the Tony Hawk's remaster uh, when Jack Black popped up. Um, he pops yeah. up as the new Officer Dick. Yeah. Um, do you have any particular OMG moments? I think mine would be um, Microsoft buying Bethesda. I just kind of couldn't yeah. come how, c- how could you even predict that? If you were to choose two companies and say one will buy the other, you would just be like, nah, nah, nah. Just a nah, sheer nah, amount nah. of money. Like they paid more money for Bethesda than um, Disney did for Star Wars. And it's just that's like, I, insane. Like I that's, guess it makes that's, sense. That's <laughs> I guess it makes sense because Elder Scrolls plus Fallout plus that and like Wolfenstein, Doom, everything else, like it does add up to more than one entertainment IP in film. I, but I, I know, still. but you 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 have to admit that Todd Howard might have uh, as big a silver tongue gifted the gab as Peter <laughs> Molyneux does because how we managed to look to point at the raging tire fire that is Fallout seventy six. <laughs> and still is and get microsoft to say hey do you want to spend more money on this than the entirety of marvel like I it's more <laughs> rooted in like uh, like i said like id software and doom and like fallout yeah. well i guess that's like elder scrolls and stuff like i guess that's such a like skyrim was like a life event back in 20, 2011 um for me in terms of like an omg moment maybe it was the fact that um uh Shenmue actually released <laughs> i think that, that i, yeah. I like, honestly honestly like, think about yeah i think it was this year wasn't it is it was it last year was it last was I'm going to Google year? you right oh, now. I'll t- tell you what, apologies if that is the case because uh, November time obviously has... Oh, I was <laughs> just out, just like, out. Yeah. Time is, is completely still out. In terms of like OMG moments, <laughs> the fact that it, like uh, we are starting this brand new console generation is pretty incredible because in the middle of all this it's all of this uncertainty it's like what is going to happen and i think that it's that anticipation that's the most exciting thing about it Mm. but in terms of like a single game um Maybe it's just being blown away by how like considerable the uh, indie game market is doing. Like it's mm-hmm. doing, it's doing absolute numbers at the moment. I mean, I know I've been banging on about this game a lot, but BPM, 
is just so good. Bullets per minute, like Doom meets Crypto the Necrodancer. Like I, I was blown away by that. Like That's didn't a... know anything about it. And then two days later I had a review copy and I was like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Someone heard you mentioning it. It was like, it's him. We yeah. give, give, give to him. Yeah. Um, that's a perfect segue into the next question from Edward Shiraz Hans, who says, nice. what was the most overlooked game of 2020 and why was it Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, um, I came into Xenoblade with Xenoblade uh, 2. Did you play the original? Um, yes, I did actually. I played it. I did not complete it though. Hands mm. up. Did not complete okay. it. Because but... I think um, most overlooked stuff, uh, we just did a uh, list called like best games of 2020 you didn't play. So I'm not going to oh, yeah. hop too I... much about Inertial Drift again. But oh yeah, that. and I think that um, uh, I did one which was uh, best games, most o- overlooked uh, games of the PS4. Uh, yeah. Flint Hook uh, is definitely one that yeah. people. Should... I don't think it was of 2020 though. But it yeah, was... I guess Flint Hook I think might be last year, but I mean it's still sort of like I think you you did the overlooked games of the generation, but I don't know if that's yeah. Out We've got a lot of of the thing is insider stuff slightly. Um, obviously the end of this year is the new console generation, the end of the previous one, the end of 2020. Um, trying to roll all those things together into one big dump of like what the hell do we prioritize? Wow, yeah, it's like uh, because of the fact that like you guys will get like a nice little glimpse now. Um, the way that we work obviously is that Scott and I we record like tons and tons of voiceovers and they go into like this big backlog of stuff. And we have to like organize it all like a lot of people assume for some weird reason that we write stuff on say like a monday and it's out by wednesday or thursday that can be That's, done if it, it's it really pressing be, but it's hard but it, it doesn't usually happen yeah. and now thanks to this being the end of the year you're going to see all of these sort of like best of 2020 worst of 2020 or like the generation blah 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 mm-hmm. but that means that when january and february hit you'll be hearing stuff that we technically recorded two like months today. ago or like yeah, <laughs> yeah. like it's gonna be weird like because mm. i'll hear stuff and just be like when did i record that like <laughs> man. and people will point out and be like oh was this recorded months ago and it's like yeah it was sometimes yeah i think <laughs> yeah. That, like the multi like we've gotten a lot tighter recently but i think it's it is just a case of like prioritization and then being like oh god we can't do this because this is about to break like i'm putting together the website and the video version of the best games of 2020 but i can't mm-hmm. i don't want to talk about that until i see what the hell cyberpunk is so i'm sort of just sitting on yeah. that and then there's we're doing, still a few you know, big bombs to drop isn't there yeah and it's always like trying to schedule stuff um but yes most overlooked game of 2020 for me it would just it would be initial drift hotshot racing um just so anything that's in my uh, games you didn't play in 2020 list um yeah, i don't feel like any specific indie thing blew me away this year but i'm probably forgetting so hades actually but that's oh yeah still, hades is fantastic but then that's not even, is that o- is that overlooked it's been no i was so gonna say like... that got so many award nominations that it's done really well um mm-hmm. but yes there's plenty of, uh, to choose from next question from david mcclelland um this pandemic has been pretty brutal but what positive thing have you discovered about yourself and what have you discovered about your family slash work family? I've never heard <laughs> of work family, but I guess whoever's <laughs> around you is your work family. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Um, I, I feel like um, when everything's stripped back like this, uh, I found that my productivity has gone up because I'm able to focus on a lot more projects. I feel very good about myself having uh, like sorted my work ethic out. I've like mm -hmm. done a lot of work over this these last months, but mainly to drown out the horrible nature of what's going yeah, on this year. Yeah, giving yourself like projects has been one of the easiest or one of the best ways to sort of keep going. It makes me appreciate when we can do stuff like cameos, crossovers, things like this as well, mm. because I feel like they mean more to me now. Like, I'm not saying that they were throw away before, but when you're in an office with people, it can sometimes feel like, oh, let's just grab a few people and have a, like a crazy mismatch. Mm. Here it's like, it takes effort to plan. It takes effort to do. And therefore it's much more rewarding to see it like come to fruition. I definitely, like, um, like reappreciate humans, like every yeah. individual person like you that I know. And I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I, I want to see you. I want to be able to do yeah. stuff together again. Like, before um, we started recording, you were telling me about how people were like getting in touch about the podcast being one of their mm. most listened to things over the year. Yeah. And like seeing the pride in what you were talking about there, I was like, because this thing, I only do this thing with you. I, I've appeared mm -hmm. like sporadically across the year. You have definitely taken the bull by the horns of this. You deserve <laughs> massive props for like getting Thank this you. off the ground and getting it working and well, keeping it, I mean, it going. It's, it's obviously like a team thing. Obviously, like, you know, that we've had so many different schedule changes because of we have various different machinations in the background that change the way that we can roll stuff out. But we've tried do as much as we can in as many mm. different ways that work um obviously we've got this schedule at the minute with me and josh doing the news on monday we've got a regular show on wednesday and then me and you, me and you do the friday one and um, which is awesome people have really really been responding to that and it's great to see and then yeah when spotify did their rap stuff there was loads of people that got in touch and said you guys were our number one podcast of the whole year which is just <laughs> crazy but i think overall the what culture gaming podcast is obviously everybody and you know like you are on way more than you might give yourself credit for it's just that this year has <laughs> been way more scattered um, yeah. but i think you'll be on a hell of a lot more next year um but yeah i think 
in terms of what you've discovered, it's just been like re reevaluating your priorities. Like what, what stuff do yeah. I want that will genuinely make me happy? Um, and yeah. then indulging in escapism and things like that. Maybe it's, um, it's forced us to take a look at the video games that we are playing and figure out mm. what we want from them more. Like, um, because now we're at home a lot more and we technically have more time, we mm. start to uh, look at it and go like, okay, well, how am I going to invest that? Like I've been looking at video games now less as like, um, projects that i want to dip in and out of i want to choose one or two and commit to them like right. all go all the way through mm -hmm. because i want them to be projects I, i'm treating them kind of the same way that i do my um my warhammer painting i mm -hmm. pick a mod pick a model and i see it through to the end that's what i want to do now hitting credits is so sad i mean not that i wasn't aiming to hit credits before but like making a point of, of hitting credits and seeing everything like that can be just as satisfying as a particular mm -hmm. game mechanic and knowing that you've like i've been chasing a lot more trophies and 100 completion stuff just because we have a little bit more time obviously getting rid of commute stuff um, yeah. and then the way the ps5 UI works it suggests trophies to you that you might be close to so I'm like oh okay I'll, I'll go do that extra that's five very clever or whatever things like that are really cool um but yeah all that stuff um I think yeah mostly it's just been like I said prioritization of what what I know is going to make me happy which is a way of saying that I've been getting Domino's every Sunday I've just been doing it <laughs> I don't mind I just want the oh, pizza man I'm getting I'm getting Papa Jay's on Saturday I'm, I'm <laughs> big PJs. keen big keen yeah, the, the papa is, is here for you. Um, next question from Dr. X. Why do our feet smell but our noses run? Oh, my God. I don't know. Um, I don't know, mate. Well, first off, wash your goddamn feet. <laughs> like, don't, like, don't be sitting there with stinky bunions and onions. Did you, you know I, I didn't make a point. This is, I mean, maybe this is, F, this is um, what's it, too much information, but I never washed my feet. Never made a point of washing well, my no, feet No, separately. no, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, like, you should sit down there and, like, get the old scrubbing brush out and have a go. Although maybe some of you <laughs> should, should if you've got the old mushrooms growing underneath the you, caps. Yes, but, if you're, yeah. If you're, but, if you're growing the mushroom kingdom, you should definitely. Just, 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 just give them, a, give them a, like, um, a uh, what's it called? A courtesy. Courtesy, you wipe every now and again. Just make sure that there's their taken care of clip your toenails make I just sure never used to do the whole like wash the feet separately thing but then my wife was like what you don't wash your feet I was like no do you and she's like yeah and so like now it's like a thing that you're supposed to do have people been doing this the whole time I don't know I mean I mean, I mean this is the thing that we'll probably just everyone probably call us grubby bastards for not dedicating <laughs> like 10 hours a week to washing the feet but that's Pop the thing if your, feet, if your feet smell wash them <laughs> solid advice, advice for the weekend that yeah, yeah just yeah. Uh, solid lockdown advice um next question from Stuart. if you knew it for certain that it was going to get seven out of ten or eight out of ten which game would you choose to be made into a movie or tv show and why so game into a tv into a movie or tv show not the other way around but i guess it's just oh. if you knew it was going to do if it was going to be done well i think we had this the other week and we chose um, i think we might have been choosing stuff that should be made into a game I would, way love, I would love to see um, any of the Valkyria Chronicles games made into oh. a uh, movie. World War II told uh, by an anime full of like high school people. Fantastic. Yes. Yes. Have you seen um, the new Dragon's Dogma animation on Netflix? It actually looks all right, doesn't it? It's weird. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like ups looks. and downs. Like it's, it's not, it's nowhere near as polished as Castlevania. I love Castlevania, especially season one. Um, but the, the Dragon's Dogma stuff has that weird like faux 3D look where they've like rendered mm. models in and then tried to animate them like anime. And I think that... Mm. Looks a bit strange, but that's what I thought of when you when you mentioned Valkyrie Chronicles. I guess you could do that. It that could way. work. And um, they've also just released that thing on Netflix, which is like um, it's uh, looks like it's like a rotoscoped version of World War events, and I can't remember what oh, it's yeah. called. Um, but it looks really impressive, and mm -hmm. that's probably the closest that I'll get to it for a while. I can't think what you mean, but um, in terms, of, I just would think of anything from Supergiant, like if you made Pyre into like a weekly show, mm. um, where you sort of you know you have all the interpersonal relationships between the team, and then you have the big like even if you waited until there was a finale or a mid-season finale to have their actual sport competing stuff, yeah, and then have the, all the everything else in between that. 
That would work so well. Mm. As would a um, a sort of Steven Universe version of Night in the Woods. Oh, <laughs> that would that's, be that's a beautiful shout. Imagine how like taken the community would be with that. Just mm. like a weekly episodic sort of Cartoon Network throwback to <laughs> kids being kids and having as long sort as of you keep emotional them. issues. It's got such like a dark edge though, because there's all the kids really side but, of it. Then, I love Light in the Woods. But then think about it. So did tons of Cartoon Network shows like Grim mm. and um, Man- Billy, Billy and Mandy's Grim Adventures. That had a really dark edge to it. Yeah. Not Courage right. the Cowardly Dog. Jeez, that oh, was scary God. as hell. Courage is like insanely twisted. The more, you go back to <laughs> the more you go back to it. Um, yeah, that thing was genuinely scary when I was younger. Yeah. Um, next question from Littleton MS. Um, I would love to hear the motivation behind Jules's phenomenal positive message closers talked about more in depth. And they love me to talk about Synthwave, how I got into it. And then they'd like us to talk about how No Man's Sky got into a path to glory. Um, oh, quick stuff about no your closing messages. Basically, it all just stems from uh, wanting to use the platform that we have been given, the modicum of a spotlight that we have, just for positivity. <laughs> I, I think that, that one day I just got a bit annoyed uh, looking around at some of these very big like influencers and YouTubers and seeing them use their um, mass influence for either personal gain or for stuff that was... Uh, impactful in a negative sense on other communities like oh i don't like this and then they would use that to get those people to like motivate them to target those people or i don't like this and i'm just like that's not for me how i would ever want to use any sort of like uh influence or following or anything like that Mm -hmm. so one day i was just like well i've been through some rough stuff so have some other people in the um office so have like some of my best friends and family members why not make sure that people listening to this don't feel as isolated as some of these other subsections of online social media sites and other collectives will make them feel sometimes. Mm-hmm. Which is be- that's beautifully put. I think that um, the response to it's been great as well. Like we've had obviously the people in the comment sections, we've had a couple of people in, or a lot of people in person have come up every now and then um, just saying thank you very much. So that stuff, you're doing very well. You're doing very well, Julie. <laughs> Cheers, <man>. Just, <laughs> um, just, uh, just having a good time. And then tell us yes. about these synth waves. So- yeah, the synth waves, that's, I love that that defines me. You're like helping rate, like rising tide raises all ships and i'm like oh, I've, i like a bit of 80s throwback music for me um but yeah synthwave stuff um got into it off hotline miami and um, the hotline miami oh, games yeah. both those games soundtracks check moon them out. moon moon's great there's so many um different artists that are on there carpenter brute Peter beta mm-hmm. um uh, there's uh, jasper burn there's tons if you check out the hotline miami soundtracks especially too um because i feel like um synthwave music is sort of like one of the newest genres that's to evolve across the 2010s um, and even if you go between hotline one and hotline two you can tell that those artists are getting better with the equipment mm. with, diff- with taking different experiments um dance with the dead are like this great sort of thrash metal like synth infused thrash metal band yeah and um, that have really come into their own recently um they're just phenomenal synthwave stuff just gets me going it can be purely sonically heavy and like a proper um you know fills a set of headphones out and i'm just completely and en- like engulfed by it and i love it for, for me it feels like it's the um the closest that we'll get to to finding another sound that mimics the like the prodigy like that mm. the prodigy had that sort of beautiful mix of like uh like metal rock and uh house dance like synth like they they Mm. managed to get this amazingly aggressive sound across Mm -hmm. and i love that there are bands that are like (laughs) dialing it back to the 80s and it's just oh so good it it definitely started as like um taking various you know like john carpenter style uh, music Mm -hmm. samples and sort of like fleshing them out but i i think it's obviously become its own thing like way more fleshed out now and like i said bands like carpenter brew or uh, dance with the dead have made it their own Mm -hmm. um in terms of no man's sky i've always loved no man's sky i um, (laughs) played that on um i've I've restarted 
started it so much, but I restarted it again on Series X and um, with the new next-gen patch. That game is easily one of the best-looking games on the market right now. Like, they've done so yeah. much to that thing. Um, running in 4K, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah, the path to glory, I think it was just them being completely honest and open with their community. Like, obviously, they... Sean Murray did say a bunch of stuff that was lies, but I think... if I, For me, personally, I do think he was planning on putting those things in the game eventually. He'd yeah. never done any sort of uh, marketing stuff beforehand, um, and it was very easy to get carried away with marketing the version of the game you hope it's going to be in a few months' time versus the reality of what they could actually do as a team of 13 people. So like, I think after going radio silence for a year, they've got back on, just got back on it more realistically. They hired a marketing team um, and they've just been way, they've just been completely honest. Like, this is what we're going to do. These are all these free updates. Um, And I think people respect it, especially considering the years that we've had and where so many games fly to you or, you know, give you Mm -hmm. storefronts for currencies to get you, unlock something you should clearly get for free because it's already on the disc. Like, unfortunately, they'll never be able to escape the legacy that they created for mm. themselves with those comments at the beginning. But at the end of the day, the fact that we're still talking about it because sometimes those like that negative PR thing influences us to talk about it, go revisit it. Mm-hmm. It actually has worked out in their favor. You know, when they say about whole like, um, uh, there's no such uh, thing as bad publicity. Yeah. They're kind of right in that respect. <laughs> like they, well, they, they the fact we're still story. talking about it now. Mm-hmm. Like even in a negative sense, you'll go check out the game and see well, where it's at like, and be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and it's like they've overhauled it so much. Like initially, it was just this really cool little indie experiment where it was like you know procedurally generated planets. But now, mm-hmm. um, thanks to the new hardware and stuff, if you play it on PS5 or Series X or Series S, even um, it can the frame rate can completely keep up with everything you want to do, and it just becomes yeah. this lush like treadmill of unlocking stuff and building stuff and exploring and crafting and i love no man's schedules i think yeah, it's amazing i know you I put do it on I know you the do. games of the generation list and um, which we're still sort of putting together because of cyberpunk again and um, mm-hmm. we'll see um next question from coach marv what is the most wholesome video game moment you've been a part of whether that's something you've seen someone achieve something you've done or seen or something else uh oh that is a tough one to answer i can drop that. one in um i remember on, we mean you went to um uh, EGX in Birmingham, which is like sort of a, like a games expo thing uh, a couple of years ago. And I just didn't expect us to, for anything to happen, I didn't expect us to be a thing. Like obviously we've had people get in touch, I've been recognized in public a couple of times. Oh yeah, yeah. But I just didn't go in expecting anything really. Um, and I, I just, I, the first, it, started, it happened so much that like in the first few minutes we got, so many people stopped us. I thought that was incredible. <laughs> like just to the point of just being like, I'm just some dude. We're just people rambling on on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for people to be like, oh, can I get a photo? Can I do this? And um, and it was great. And it was so like nonstop that we spent like, you know, just as much covering the games as we did talking to people and seeing what they yeah. were into. And what would you guys recommend? Oh, cool. There's like a demo around here. Go check this out. And um, it was great. I loved that energy. And I think that like, that was just awesome. I didn't expect us to matter that much it was great. yeah one of the um, best things about life is uh enjoying the passion that other mm. people have for certain things mm-hmm. and it is amazing to see how many passionate people there are out there like there's people out there that have like played every single game of this franchise they love this they love that and it's like they, they've been bided it upon themselves to become part of their personality Mm -hmm. and meeting these people and getting to talk about them at length about their favorite games is just it's just brilliant like pretty good yeah i don't know who the two um people were that we played the division two with but when we first played the division two people we would do we did really well that squad we did very very well um but yeah i think um yeah in terms of just wholesome stuff my mind goes to like like life achievement stuff which i guess to me i think back on when we started because we were just saying um beforehand cyberpunk 2077 started development before we started at what 
culture. It started know, development in 2012. That goes three dates us even here. Um, yeah. So I think sometimes I think back on, you know, I look back at stuff like even the um, people sending in their uh, thoughts on the podcast and saying, thank you for that. Like, no, thank you guys for sticking with us and supporting us. All that stuff is wholesome AF. I think that there's uh, one wholesome moment that happened fairly recently that just uh, stuck in my mind. Uh, mm-hmm. My friend Jenko, who does all of the artwork for the Eleven Let's Dice stuff, mm-hmm. um, he and his son have been playing uh, games together on stream. And nice. I just love the fact that they, um, that's their like, time together. They'll like, pick a time out, they'll pick a game, and they'll just stream it so that he can learn how to uh, interact with people online. He can learn how to like, uh, play games like, and sort of uh, present as well. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it's like teaching them about like, video editing and setup and stuff like that. And I'm just like, that is brilliant as a useful skill and a brilliant bonding moment. So that always warms my heart. I love all the um, like, cross-generational, like, passing down. What do we pass down to like, the next? Yeah. generation because i've got my sister-in-law had a child and she's like you know deciding on like when to introduce nintendo when to sort of give them their first console and like how do you pivot across because we like the age that we are we grew up with 2d to 3d to hd to 4k whereas now it's everything but you still want people to have that like um appreciation for super mario or like that appreciation for tekken 3 or whatever Mm -hmm. um trying to replicate that but then you get to live vicariously through them and see their reaction to something for the first time it's pretty good to be honest yeah it is it really is recommend it um it's all right um last question we've got um, plenty more questions, but I'll roll them over to From next From the week. take trough. From the take trough. Hashtag take trough. Um, there's tons of stuff to um, forever topping this up. Um, but final question from um, Gene Malave. I'm assuming it's Malave. Um, wh- what do you guys think of a Batman Beyond game? Also, what about Max Payne 4? Thank you. Oh, Thank oh you these very. two... I tell you what, we thought we were getting out of the ring. We're absolutely tired and sweaty. And then he the comes along with two in. massive Suplex body blows the right there. Batman Beyond as a video game is so much <laughs> yes. I can't imagine how many exclamation marks would be on the end. Mm-hmm. Like, it is one of the best animated shows ever made. I absolutely adore it. The music, the style, the setting. I, if they could tra- translate any of that into a video game, I would buy that out. It is, oh, Well, I think yes. everybody thought that um, the the new Batman would be that. Like, obviously, it's yeah. that um, Gotham Knights thing. But I think just because it, it seems like a, a good fit, like you've, you've tied up your Arkham Knight stuff, you have that really weird ending with Bruce and the fear toxin and whatever. Mm-hmm. Just jump X number of years in the future. You can still have Kevin Conroy be Bruce and then yeah. just do uh, the new stuff with um tim whatever he's called i don't I forget his name mr mr beyond i wouldn't Johnny be beyond. um yeah I, I was about to say i don't i think that if they go for the gotham knight stuff and they keep advancing the storyline this way and keep moving it and moving it moving it that's mm. probably we'll probably will get a batman beyond down the line you would hope so yes. i mean it's not like the arkham name is going to go away or like the, the idea of batman video games is going to go away Imagine the music, the soundtrack to it as well. Oh, the soundtrack <laughs> it could be to that. Wave, oh, I'm it would be. Saying. It totally would. It oh, totally I'll tell you would. what's an absolute slapper. Um, yeah. the, uh, the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, their lobby music. I know this sounds like the weirdest recommendation <laughs> weird, ever. Weird. Genuinely, absolutely genuinely, the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War lobby theme, if you just go on YouTube, search Black Ops Cold War lobby theme, <laughs> is an absolute slammer. Like, I'm not kidding at all. It's genuinely a, a phenomenally brilliant piece of synthwave music. It's so boppy and bouncy and awesome um, and layered. And it's just. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. It doesn't fit with that game at all, um, but it's it's absolutely awesome. Um, but yeah, Max Payne 4, um, I don't think we'll ever get a Max Payne 4 uh, I, at this stage, yeah, but you never know. I do, I, the thing is, I don't, I don't either. I would love them to because mm. I, I enjoyed Max Payne 3 so much. Yes. It was a very long game and it was a hugely <laughs> ambitious one, but I... Mm. 
I, th- I thought it was brilliant. I love I the gunplay. I love the online on. modes. The, the yeah. multiplayer was actually really decent on it. Mm-hmm. I just I wish they would just put a just re-release. The, I mean, you can play Max Payne One and Two on um, PS4 slash Five because mm. it's an old game re-released or whatever. But there's yeah. nowhere to get Max Payne Three, and I don't even think I don't yeah. think it's backwards compable. But um, they've just never put out the Max Payne trilogy. Mate, yeah. Like that would be it'd be amazing. I'd love it if they did that. But I think the thing that I would take as a half step measure is putting Max Payne in control because they brought Alan Wake mm. back. I just don't think they can do that because James McCaffrey, his voice is the voice of the director in control. Yeah. So I guess he'd be doubling up. But um, if Max Payne continues just being a character in the Remedyverse, like I would totally take that. That'd be um, great. Maybe someday. Um, yes. But yes, for now, thank you all very, very much for sending your questions and thoughts and stuff in. We'll be back again next week with another UBP. Um, UBP, now... <laughs> UBP, UBP, UBP. For now, Ivan Scott Tailford, your host, joined by Jules Gill. Thank you very much for having me. I'll catch you guys all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.